0: Hello and welcome to Grow the Extra Mile, the podcast dedicated to all things personal growth. I'm your host, Jade Hawkins, a personal trainer and mindset coach obsessed with becoming the best version of myself and guiding others to do the same. Wellness, motivation, health, business, you name it. If we can be better at it, you best believe we'll be chatting about it. So sit back, grab a snack and let's jump in. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode three of Grow the Extra Mile, the podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. Today, we are going to be talking all about how to get unstuck in life, which has been a very popular topic lately, especially on my socials. So I'm very, very excited to talk more into this. So if you're feeling like you might be stuck in a rut, you're feeling like you're just a bit stuck in life, you've hit a bit of a wall, maybe you feel like you're meant for more but you just have no idea how to even go about fulfilling that potential. Maybe you've got some dreams or some goals and you might have always sort of had these in the back of your mind, but at the moment, they're just seeming so far beyond your current reality that you're starting to wonder if they're ever even going to come true at all. And maybe you're really starting to worry that you'll be stuck in your current situation forever. If that is the case, this episode is definitely for you because we are going to be talking all about getting out of that rut, getting unstuck and actually growing into the person that you've always known that you can become and creating that dream life of yours that you always have in the back of your mind. So first things first, I'm going to talk about subconscious beliefs because that is like 99% of the time the reason why you are stuck. So if you are feeling stuck in life, but you have the um, desire and the intention of getting unstuck and you, you feel like you really desperately want to get unstuck and you can see maybe other people on your Instagram and they're living that dream life and you feel like that could be you, but you just you don't know how to get there. I would pretty much put money on the fact that it would be down to the fact that you have got some unhelpful subconscious beliefs or thoughts or patterns or all sorts of stuff that can be happening. But what it will be is in your unconscious mind. So science at the moment estimates that about 95% of your brain or brain activity is unconscious. That's huge. That is huge. So think about all the conscious thoughts and behaviors and actions that you do every day. So every t- everything that you choose to do, you know, you consciously choose to wake up, well, you wake up naturally, but you consciously choose to brush your teeth, you know, eat the food. What food are you eating? Are you going to go to the gym? All those little conscious decisions, that is only 5% of your brain activity. So 95% you don't even know about. So that means that majority, vast majority of your thoughts, your actions, your beliefs, all sorts of things, the majority of that, the majority of you is unconscious. That's freaking huge. I'm just pausing for a second because I really need you to understand the magnitude of that. All right, 95%. So your entire life, it's pretty safe to say, is basically ruled by your subconscious. And that's good. That's great. Because if you tried to consciously rule your entire life, your brain would just explode. Imagine having to consciously on the very surface level, you know, beat your own heart, breathe, blink. (laughs) It'd be a nightmare. So imagine all the little unconscious things It's extremely helpful that our brain does that automatically and we don't have to think about it. But there's also lots of things that our brain does unconsciously that we can hack into and shift to become more aligned with what our conscious mind wants, okay? So when you have subconscious beliefs, normally from childhood, and they're not particularly helpful or not particularly healthy Or maybe they're just not aligned anymore with what you want out of life or the person that you want to be. Your life is going to reflect the subconscious, not the conscious. So to give you something a bit more tangible to to understand what I'm talking about, let's talk about money. Money is a really good example. So money is a very loaded topic. Um, There's so much to do around it. And we learn a lot of our beliefs and values around money from our parents. We learn, well, we learn pretty much everything from our parents because they are our, normally, um, parents or caregivers are our first or very early um, attachment figures. Excuse me. So if you have beliefs around money, As an example, say you grew up poor or your family were not very rich. And so you watched them struggle for money and you watched, maybe you watched your parents fight over money. You know, maybe you, um, all the fights that you saw, all the tension in your household surrounded money. And so as a kid, when you don't really have any other context to put that into, your brain just simplifies it down as much as it can to enable you to understand what's going on. And so what your brain's going to do with the information that it's getting is that money is bad. Money causes conflict. Money is hard to come by. You've got to work really hard for money. Um, Maybe you picked up the belief that you have to choose between money and happiness that's a huge one and so you don't go around for the rest of your life consciously you know saying oh money's bad i hate money oh i've got to choose between money and happiness you don't you don't think about it consciously but it plays out in your life and that's how you know when you have the belief so for example The little things, perhaps, (laughs) this is huge and so common, when you see someone driving an expensive car and maybe they're not driving very well, you automatically will say, oh, bloody BMW BMW drivers, bloody, what else in an expensive car, Audi drivers. And just that little thought actually perpetuates your belief even further. In fact, pretty much 99, if not 100% of the time, them being rich has absolutely nothing to do with their driving skills. Nothing to do with it. And you will see people driving the, most, the cheapest car possible and they'll be driving it horribly or the most expensive car possible and driving it horribly. Same thing with good drivers. You'll see good drivers in, you know, uh, cheap cars and good drivers in expensive cars but when you have a negative belief associated with someone who's rich for example then all that your brain is going to be looking for as we spoke about in a previous episode is confirmation of the beliefs that you already hold that's just the way the brain works the brain doesn't want to be wrong because that would just fry if it would just fry your brain so all your brain is scanning for is evidence to support your current beliefs so if your current belief is that people with money are bad you are only going to notice and remember the bad drivers in the expensive cars even though nine expensive cars out of ten that you pass on on your trip today are great drivers but you don't notice that you notice the one that's the bad one right that's just the tiniest little example so imagine that playing out in your life in a million different situations Okay, If you don't even pick up that that's a belief that you hold, then you will forever have that negative connotation attached to having money and being rich. And so if you have those beliefs and thoughts about people who are rich or about money, then do you think that your subconscious is going to want to become one of those people? <laughs> no, absolutely not, right? All you want to do is be the best person that you can be. And so if you have an incorrect but deep-rooted belief that the best person you can be is not a rich person, then you are going to do everything in your power to sabotage your chances, or not even chances, to sabotage yourself in your uh, money journey. That applies to everything, not just money. It can apply to love. So that love's a huge one and relationships. You might have grown up with parents who withheld their love from you. You might've had a dysfunctional relate. Well, everyone's had a semi dysfunctional. I wouldn't say dysfunctional. No one's had a perfect relationship with their parents because parents are human, just like us. And human relationships are imperfect by nature. And so you will have picked up subconscious beliefs from your early relationships with your parents that you now apply to your romantic relationships. That is just the way the world works. And if you happen to have helpful beliefs, um, you have a much, much, much higher chance of having healthy romantic relationships. A lot of people grow up believing that they are not worthy of love, whether that is from their parents uh, or whether it's from a really early relationship, it can come from relationships where um, it's very common that your first romantic relationship won't be the best, um, and often people don't get treated as they should because they're still learning about themselves, they're still learning their worth, they're still learning how to set boundaries, and so you subconsciously take on a lot from those early attachments, and. We make it mean things about ourself, about our worthiness, about uh, the way the world works, the way love works, the way relationships work, whatever it is. So if you have a subconscious belief that you are unworthy of being loved, then firstly, you will have an extremely hard time even attracting a partner. And if you do manage to attract a partner, your uh, feelings and beliefs of unworthiness will play out in that relationship. And it can play out in different ways. It can play out in having an anxious attachment style where you just, you know, you're so worried about them all the time. Oh my God, they haven't replied to my text yet. Oh my God, they're probably cheating on me. Oh, they probably hate me. Oh gosh, they fell asleep tonight and they didn't say good night or they didn't give me a kiss good night. Does that mean they hate me now? All sorts of things. That's an anxious attachment style and we can get into that in another episode because I could go on about that forever. Or it could play out in an, um, oh my goodness, I've lost the word, the other opposite attachment style, where you're aloof and um, just detached, basically, just sort of don't want a bar of them, You kind of one second, oh, love me, the next second, get away from me. I cannot, why can I not think of the word for that? Oh, it'll come to me. Anyway, they are a few different ways that they can play out in relationships and so many other ways. And you're wondering, why, why are you attracting this? You know, Why is your relationship playing out like this? Why does my partner keep treating me like this? Or why do I feel like this around my partner? Or la, 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 la. Why can't I attract a boyfriend? It is because you have subconscious beliefs that are creating patterns that you aren't even aware are playing out in your life. Okay, so if you are stuck in your life, it is because there are subconscious beliefs and patterns and traits in your personality and whatever else that are sabotaging your next move forward. Okay, so there is a super common one in terms of uh, up leveling your life, which is that You are scared on a subconscious level. So, for example, your dream, as many people's dreams might be, uh, is to have more money. And there might be a lot around that, you know, that you want to have a business or you want to whatever, whatever. But a lot of people aren't, you know, if they could, (laughs) they would have more money. And so you might be deathly afraid subconsciously of having more money because on some subconscious level you might believe that it makes you a bad person that you won't be happy maybe that one of your parents won't love you anymore because they have an issue with rich people maybe that other people will judge you because you judge rich people whatever it is there's a part of you that's afraid to make more money and to reach your goal and so when it comes down to getting unstuck and taking the action that will get you out of that rut you can't understand why but you keep sabotaging yourself yeah a prime example might be you you want to become a, an influencer and what's the first step to becoming an influencer start posting on social media it's pretty bloody simple <laughs> And yet, you get onto social media and then you start scrolling, and then an hour's gone by, and then two hours are gone by, and they think, "Fuck, okay, okay, come on, I gotta and then maybe, maybe you manage to create some content, maybe you manage to take a photo of yourself or whatever it is or of your dog or whatever type of Instagram you're trying to create, but then you don't post it. or you post it. And then you don't post for another two weeks and it's inconsistent and you just keep sabotaging yourself and you just can't understand why you're not taking the action that you know you need to, because you know that that's what you want. It's because on some subconscious level, you're sabotaging yourself. You might have an inner child that's deathly afraid of being seen for whatever reason. You might have an extreme fear of judgment you might have an extreme fear of success or a fear of failure because either way, you're going to come across both success and failure on any journey to up-leveling. So I think I've pretty much covered that and I think you pretty much understand what I'm talking about and you're probably thinking, okay, that's all well and great. How the absolute hell am I supposed to clear these subconscious beliefs or not clear, shift? Let me just take a sip of water here. We're about to get into it. So the first step, obviously, is identifying them. Okay, and how do you identify them? There's lots of different ways, and I'm just going to come out and say it straight away. The most effective way to identify your subconscious beliefs is by getting a coach or a therapist or basically a coach or a therapist, someone who can reflect back to you the subconscious beliefs that are playing out and the patterns that are playing out in your life. Someone who has the knowledge around inner child healing, subconscious patterns um, and how to change them, you know, NLP, all sorts of stuff is a great way. If you're not ready for that or if you want to start doing the work by yourself, there's a few different things you can do. Number one, and I know that everyone rolls their eyes when we talk about this, but we're going to say it anyway, journaling. Journaling is freaking just completely, I'm lost for words. Journaling is so helpful um, in uncovering your subconscious beliefs. I've always had so much resistance to journaling, as do so many, because who wants to journal? Who has time? Who has the time to write down their beliefs and what they're thinking and blah, blah, blah? Well, you have to make the time. This is what I talk about all the time. If you are committed to your growth, if you are committed to actually reaching your goals and making your dreams come true and being the person that you want to be, you need to take radical responsibility in your life and for yourself and actually make the time to do the things that you need to do. Journaling. How can you journal? Write down... Uh, where in life you're feeling stuck all right so where in life are you feeling like you you could be doing better but you're not right and then think about why because so many people forget that you actually have all the wisdom within you we all do we're born with it (laughs) you know more about yourself than anyone else knows about you so ask yourself why you're stuck and why you can't seem to get to that next level what is holding you back all right have some reflection also take note of the thoughts that you're thinking day to day and the language that you're using day to day that's going to give you huge clues so as i said if you find yourself bagging on rich people all the time you obviously have some some issues with the idea of having money If you find yourself, you know, saying, oh, of course this happens to me when it comes to, I don't know, dating, getting rejected, whatever it is, why? Why do you say that? Why do you think that? Journal on it. All right. Do not underestimate the power of journaling. Meditation is also extremely useful in um, introspection. So when you meditate, you get to know yourself extremely, extremely well. So start a daily meditation practice, just spend some time alone, spend some time with yourself and stop numbing, man, like stop scrolling, stop watching Netflix, stop, uh, you know, whatever else you do to numb, drinking, sex, whatever it is, if you're doing it just to stop yourself from like dealing with your shit, you need to stop. All right. Your brain doesn't want to come to terms with the fact that you have to make a change because that's super scary for your mind and for your ego. But you're never going to come to terms with it if you keep allowing your brain to just numb you out. So you really need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and spend time alone. Go for a walk with no headphones. Just walk and be alone. Go sit in nature, meditate. Might Mind, be mindful, whatever it is. When you're driving, do you play music all the time or listen to something all the time? Like How often do you actually spend just alone with your thoughts? I bet you it's rarely. I bet you it's rarely. That's so important in getting to know yourself. You will just have random downloads in those areas where you think, oh my effing gosh, because your thoughts will go on a bit of a tangent and then you'll think, Oh, mm, why is this happening? Why is this happening? And You will find the answers within yourself. You will. You'll never uncover all of your unconscious beliefs, but that's definitely a huge, huge start um, to finding what those subconscious patterns are that are playing out, that are holding you back. How do you change them once you identify them? (sighs) This is a big one. It's not going to be easy, and it's not going to be overnight, yeah? It's a journey. And you have to be gentle with yourself with this, okay, because you are not just going to recognize a belief and then tell yourself you'll change it or you'll shift it and it just happens. It doesn't. It's going to keep playing out over and over again because, you know, I'm assuming you've been alive for 20, 30, whatever, however many years, it's been playing out for that many years. (laughs) So if you have been playing out the same patterns, the same habits for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, It's not just going to change in one day. It's going to take some time for you to reprogram your behaviors and your thoughts and your words and your beliefs. But you need to start somewhere. So you need to start picking it up every time it plays out in your life. Every time you hear yourself say, for example, the example we're going with, oh you know, bloody BMW drivers, every time you hear yourself say that, pick, it, pick yourself up on it and shift it, change the language straight away, don't just think, oops, shouldn't have said that, change it, reframe it, say, oh, now they are, what I mean is, they are a bad driver, but it's got nothing to do with how much money they have, something so simple like that, just start to make those little shifts in your thoughts, in your language, I know it seems so small, but it's the small things accumulated over time that equals the big transformations. So just start with the small little achievable things, picking up your thoughts, picking up your language and reframe them as often as you can remember to do it. Subconscious reprogramming is also hugely helpful. So meditations, affirmations, hypnosis, and you can just find free ones on YouTube or whatever. Um, hugely, hugely helpful for reprogramming your subconscious. They're not magic. You're not just going to listen to one and have new beliefs, but they are helpful. I hear some people preaching oh they do nothing it's what you know the deeper shadow work is where it's at which is true um but sorry half of it's true in that the deeper shadow work is where you're going to see the most results but affirmations hypnosis meditations they are all still extremely helpful in making those tiny little shifts in your beliefs and Raising your vibration as well to the the type of person that you want to be. Another, and as I just mentioned, another uh, way to change them and the most important and transformational way to shift them is through doing the deeper work. Go and see a therapist, go and see a coach and actually learn about yourself, about shadow work, about what beliefs are coming up for you, why they're coming up there is not going to be any greater transformation that you will see um, than having the help of a professional. That's just the same in every everything. Like You're not going to, you know, you can cook yourself a beautiful meal at home, but you're going to have a better meal if you go and get one cooked by a chef, a professional, you know, it's, it's the same principle for everything. But you really need to dig deep be gentle with yourself but also sometimes have that grit all right when your subconscious patterns want to start playing out and you feel yourself starting to self sabotage towards moving out of the space that you're in and moving towards your goals sometimes you kind of just got to have a bit of grit and recognize okay this is me self sabotaging maybe you recognize that you've started scrolling instead of uh, doing the thing that you want to do going to the gym or whatever it is okay hang on I'm scrolling And every part of you is going to want to just keep scrolling. It's going to just take a little bit of willpower, especially in the first few times when you're just trying to change that behavior. Okay, put your phone down. We're self-sabotaging. Time to go to the gym just takes a little bit of grit and we can go into actually the science behind changing habits because there's definitely more to it and there's ways that you can make it easier for yourself. But that is still really only surface level and it's kind of just like hacking your brain and I wish you could see me. I just did the the little sort of bunny ears that you do with like hacking your brain. Um, It's not changing your subconscious beliefs that are deliberately sabotaging your transformation. That is just hacking the way that your brain works in order to make habit change easier. But even if you change a habit, your self-sabotage is going to come up in a million other ways. If you manage to hack your brain and you know create a new habit to go into the gym every day, that's great, that's cool. And say your goal is weight loss, you might start self-sabotaging in that you'll start eating more junk subconsciously or... Uh, do in effect you know you might go to the gym but you might not do much there whatever it is you you must 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 address what is going on unconsciously that is at play in your life anyway i've probably talked to you for long enough now so we're going to wrap it up there please do let me know if there is anything more that you would like me to go into in more depth Um, thank you so much for tuning in and i will talk to you next time Thank you.